Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. It's your Daily Dose of Donna. Welcome to the show. Today is Tuesday, September 12th. How are you guys doing? I am having a lovely day. I had a beautiful, beautiful breakfast this morning with a friend of mine. She's actually a doser. She's a producer. We had a lot to talk about in the podcast world, in the TV world. We had so much fun. Um, shout out Aliza, Rosen. And also, um, we were sitting at breakfast here in Studio City right next to Reza from Shaws of Sunset. And the funny thing is the way I knew it was him is because you recognize his voice. Like you really do recognize Reza's voice. If you guys are um, Shaws of Sunset fans or just like he was on The Traders, he's been on a bunch of different um, shows. I know he's been on Sirius Radio a bunch. Anyway, he has such a recognizable voice. You'd be surprised to know that he actually is more salt and pepper haired in person rather than like pitch black hair, jet black hair, I should say, like he has on his on when he's on TV. Um, you know, he was in his workout gear, ordered breakfast. Anyway, we had a really, really fun uh, breakfast and talked about a lot, a lot, a lot of things. And now it's my time to share it all with you. Mention it all, right? Well, a couple things. Just so you guys know, today, after this episode, I'm going to be interviewing Aaron Smith Levin, A.A. Ron from Growing Up in Scientology on YouTube. You guys, his podcast, I mean, his YouTube channel has grown so much because of all the attention he's getting from this Danny Masterson case. I know he was on Chris Cuomo last night. I was listening to him um, go live yesterday and he was talking about how he doesn't like to do a lot of big media because he doesn't trust the media. And so I'm just so honored that he is open and willing to do my show today. And my little daily dose of Donna is delving in. I was joking. I'm just going to be honest because this is who I am. Someone said, Donna, you have to be careful. You cannot talk about Scientology. You have to be so careful with Scientology. And I'm like, I get it. I get it. But I am so not as scared to talk about Scientology than I am to talk about Heather McDonald. <laughs> when I tell you last week was quite possibly one of the most filled with hatred, vitriol, comments, DMs, messages. I felt like carrier pigeons. Like it was coming at me from all ends. That's what she said. Talking about Heather McDonald was insane. <laughs> Just have to shout out my my lovely, lovely doser, Andrew, who commented on TikTok earlier, and you guys are going to get a kick out of this. He said, it's the Church of Juiciology, and I died. <laughs> I don't think she'll think that's funny, but she blocked me, so I don't think she'll see it. Um, oh my gosh, the Church of Juiciology. S speaking of, I want to tell you guys, um, I want to shout out a couple of dosers. Well, one doser in spe specifically, 
Um, and I decided maybe I'll do like a doser of the week and I didn't do it yesterday, but a shout out to Crystal Marie. She's a doser who is so positive, so wonderful. She's in the Facebook group. She sent me a message last week when I was really at a low because I did have a very, very bad week last week. You guys saw with, with just, it, I was not used to getting so much hate. It was, it was crazy. Um, and, uh, and she just sent me such a lovely message. And then she and I became true crime detectives, um, over on, DMs over the weekend talking about the Scientology. So shout out, Crystal. You are the doser of the week. If you want to be a doser of the week, all you got to do is join the Facebook group or get in my DMs, get to know me. We'll become friendly because um, I love you guys. I really do. And I tell you, honestly, this show does not happen without the support of the dosers. Like, obviously, that's a that's a no-brainer. Um, but I really need your energy and your love for me to keep going because I feed off you guys. So I always appreciate you so much. So let's get into some stories today. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Patreon episode will uh, be released later today. It gets released every single Wednesday. And I already threw my my pork shoulder. Yes, I'm Jewish, but I eat pork. My pork shoulder in the crock pot so I don't even have to worry about making dinner later. Mom is going to get on that Patreon microphone later after I pick up my kids. And I'm going to tell you guys the behind the scenes of everything that we talked about on um, on this interview with Aaron, Aaron, and more. So much other stuff. I have a lot of insider info regarding this Danny Masterson case and everything that I'm not allowed to share in a public space. So it will give me a little bit more uh, freedom to share over there. Uh, okay, guys. This is breaking news, breaking news, and I am shouting out Face Reality 16. Those of you that know my show, you've seen uh, Eliza from Face Reality 16. She was kind of like the first person that really deep dived on the Kyle Richards, Mauricio, and Morgan Wade world. She was the first to notice like, hey, they're not wearing their rings. What's going on? And her Instagram account blew the F up in those few weeks. Well... I had told you guys yesterday that Kyle Richards is over at, you know, she went to Paris and today is the 12th, which means it's the evening of the 12th right now in Paris. Tomorrow is the 13th and Morgan Wade will be performing in Paris. So Kyle posted and deleted an Instagram story of her in Paris. Um, I don't know why we do this. I think it's either you're not thinking when you post it and someone says, get that off your stories or you want people to know, right? Like there's, it's a little strange. Um, So she put it on her stories. We knew she's in Paris. I went to Eliza. I was like, she's in Paris. She goes, I know I'm hearing this from everyone. Well, she just sent me a DM right before I started this. I'm just going to check and see if she sent me another DM to say, uh, no, she has not sent me a DM since, uh, to tell me if there's an update, but she is telling me that, uh, Kyle Richards has been spotted in Paris officially by one of her followers, and the message said that they were quite chummy. Um, she was with Morgan at a coffee shop, and um, they're very low-key because, uh, you know, it's no big deal in Paris. I guess it's not as obvious. There's not like a ton of paparazzi. They were at a low-key cafe in Paris in the morning together and were very intimate per this source. No one knows them here. So they were clearly relaxed. And meanwhile, you know, we're trying to, I say we, I'm not part of that conversation. She's trying to get some more information. I just think this, listen, I'm not trying to out anyone. I'm not trying to do anything that, that is not my job. 
her job is to do that. I mean, that's when she feels comfortable to come out and talk about if they are more than just friends. And maybe they're just friends, maybe. Although going all the way to Paris and not posting all about it. I'm just going to let you guys go with it, right? Like, I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying that. And you guys go with it. Okay. Dancing with the Stars. I thought they were officially releasing their entire cast today. You know that Lance works on Dancing with the Stars. Lance is my husband. And um, and he has been giving me some clues. I can't tell you guys anything until it's announced publicly. So far, we know confirmed Ariana Maddox is on the show. And now we know confirmed that Jamie Lynn Spears, Britney Spears' younger sister, is officially on the show too. Do you guys care? I was too old to be a Jamie Lynn Spears fan. I've heard some crazy stories about her. I don't know if I care so much. I do support the show, obviously, because I want Lance to continue to, you know, have jobs. But yes, Jamie Lynn Spears is on the show. It was confirmed on Good Morning America. I would like to know who – I want the rest of the cast to come out so I can just talk to you guys about it because I think it will be interesting. I think we'll be into watching it this season, you guys. with some other people that are on the show. And Ariana. I mean, Ariana will be interesting to watch. So let's take the Ariana and Dancing with the Stars and kind of segue. Let's segue into another Vanderpump Rules, a story that broke everywhere. Um, Raquel Levis, you know, she said her name is now Rachel, but her Instagram username is still Raquel. I don't know if that's like a verification issue. She can't change it. Either way, I'm going to go with Raquel. It's how we know her the best. Um, Raquel Levis celebrated her birthday and posted an Instagram reel over the weekend where she's like trolling, trolling, that's just a bad word for anything like this, where she's like traipsing, traipsing through a, a farm and a, um, you know, roses and there's some vegetables. I don't even know. And she basically is saying um, how she's kind of like protecting her peace now and she's going through a period of, you know, in, in a much happier place. And I actually liked it. I mean, it was also a beautiful – oh, Face Reality 16 officially posted it. It says, was at a coffee shop. Okay, so you guys now will know. Um, so <laughs> uh, Raquel looks like she's doing well. Okay, that's what I will say. Raquel looks like she's doing well. She's having, she's trying to kind of protect her peace. I was joking that Bethany Frankel is just going to pop out of this farm and, you know, let her know, like, Raquel, I'm here with a microphone. You want to get on a podcast? Meanwhile, a lot of people noticed that Tom Sandoval, Tom Sandoval, otherwise known as Sandy, otherwise known as one half of Scandoval, Tom Sandoval, who essentially came in, had a relationship with our with Raquel, a many months relationship cheated on Ariana. We all know the story of Scandoval. She, uh, he, we don't know the status of their relationship. We assumed after hearing Raquel talk to Bethany that she and Tom were not in touch, but we didn't really know the status. Now Tom sent her, or not sent her, uh, he commented on her store on her reel and said, "Sorry guys about like my." I'm saying the wrong words. Like the wrong words are coming out of my mouth. I think I have like built up anxiety for later's uh, podcast with to talk about Scientology. Um, but he basically commented, happy birthday, Rachel. I really hope you're finding peace and happiness. Miss you, friend. Okay, couple things. 
When I saw it, my first reaction was like, that's nice. That's nice. And then upon more digging, I realized, and a lot of you guys sent me some DMs saying, but why did he have to do this in a public reel? He did this for a reason. He did this to be seen. Why didn't he just send her a DM, a text, whatever? And I was like, you're right. This was a public show of, I want people to see that I am reaching out, that I am the nice guy, but it does seem like a nice message. So I will be honest that I was a little bit torn. Now, a couple other things. I really wish a man at his age, which is well into his thirties, knows that you're, you are, and you like Miss You friend, should not be real. This this is the way teenagers text. I don't understand this. Okay, when you're saying, I really hope you're finding peace, it's not you are. It's Y-O-U apostrophe R-E. I probably would get that wrong sometimes too. Miss You friend, it's only two more letters. Y-O, just add the Y-O. It's, it's, is this how Vanderpump people text? Do you guys text your and you? How are you? You say an R and then a U, or do you say A-R-E? Whenever I say how are you with an R and then a U, I literally feel like I'm texting my child. It's not going to work. So anyway, I noticed a couple things there, but she didn't take it sitting down. And I don't know if it's because she saw all the vitriol online. People were going crazy. All the Bravo accounts were posting this comment. I don't know if someone advised her. I don't know if Bethany jumped out of those flowers and told her to do this. I don't know what happened, but she did Instagram story the fact that she blocked Thomas Sandoval she, and she put on some little story, some um, little happy sticker that says, okay, bye, <laughs> which again made me remember how young she is. Um Yeah. So Raquel Levis has officially blocked Tom Sandoval. And at this point, I don't even know. Where do we go with this, you guys? Where do we go with Raquel? I'm not listening to the podcast, but I'm just happy that she's going off and finding peace. Tom Sandoval, meanwhile, everyone has pretty much figured out that he is on the next season of Masked Singer as some sort of diver which is like a worm in the ocean. I don't even know. I don't watch the show. You know I got tea about that. I'm not repeating it. Not this close to it. If you know, you know. If you were an early doser, you heard about this a few months ago. I can't say it anymore. I don't want to get in trouble, but there you go. Um, All right, Carl and Lindsay. Let's just do it for two minutes, only because I find this interesting. Carl and Lindsay on Summer House had a public, very public breakup that we heard about all over. He did it on camera. He blindsided Lindsay. No one knew what happened. Then he jumped on a plane the next day to Minnesota. What happened? Where, you know, where's Lindsay? We saw her then go to a wedding. No one really understands this story. There's a lot of rumors swirling. There was a rumor that he cheated on Lindsay and had a pregnancy scare. There was a rumor that potentially he realized she's not the love of his life because he has, you know, he realized that there, it, it's not a good match. There's rumors about the sobriety. There's rumors. So many rumors. All right? What's that song about the rumors? I feel like that's a like a pop song, right? Anyway, um, so Carla and Lindsay went – yesterday, People Magazine, which is so effed, by the way, because this to me feels like you can't in any way – you can't trust anyone. That's how scary this is. So 
I first saw this posted on Bravo by uh, by Gaze. Bravo by Gaze is another account that you guys should follow. It's a Bravo account. And they posted this first that, you know, Carl basically had called off the engagement and finally sent it over to People. They didn't post it first, but People magazine posted it first. And essentially, it's Carl's words, and he's saying a lot of things. I'm not going to go and read the entire thing. I thought a couple things were interesting when he said, we are incredibly sorry to all of our guests for the confusion and lack of communication. We were left trying to figure out how this all exactly happened before we could even have the opportunity to determine the path forward amongst ourselves. So Aliza and I this morning were talking like, what does that even mean? We were left trying to figure out how this all exactly happened. Were they forced into breaking up? Was this like an Ashton and Mila hostage situation? What? What do you mean left trying to figure out how this all exactly happened? Now, he also said, Lindsay is devastated and I am crushed with how this all transpired. What happened? Tell us. We need something. Now, meanwhile, meanwhile, he sent this message to everyone and someone, one of his guests, one of his close people, like released it publicly to people which is crazy because Sierra, who's one of the cast members of Summer House, commented, it's really fucking weird to think someone on their guest list would copy and paste their statement and send it to a fucking news outlet. Well, she's mad. Lots of Fs. Lots of Fs. But it's very confusing. Um, it says that Radkey Carl then discussed the alternative plans that their loved ones could pursue, including still going to Mexico for a vacation or canceling their reservations altogether. So can you imagine? He's like, oh, happy. If you happen to want to still go to Mexico, I would recommend that you go eat this amazing taco on the beach. It's lovely. Lindsay and I had a great time there when we were scouting. Weird. Weird. You think it was Danielle? Oh, my God. Do you think Danielle sent it out? Who would be – Paige. (laughs) Which one of those cast members would be the first person to send that letter out? It was probably Bethany, right? You know what? Never mind. It was probably Lisa Rinna. Like some some random housewife got involved here. Okay. Let's get on. Um, oh, yeah. Molly Dare. I was so annoyed he spoke on Lindsay's behalf when he didn't get the approval to send. It's so interesting. I also agree with this. Why in the world did he speak for Lindsay? Now, meanwhile, Lindsay has not said anything, but she has removed many pictures of Carl on her page. I believe he has too. Clear, clearly, she's upset. It's very weird. What the F happened, you guys? Leave it in the comments. Like, sound off. What do you really, truly believe happened? I'm dying to know. Dying to know. Sorry, you guys, that you're freezing on TikTok. I can't stop right now. You can watch the live YouTube in just an hour or on TikTok. I mean, or or on podcasting. Podcasting on the audio. All right, let's keep it moving. Um... There's not that many more stories. I wanted to tell you guys about Drew Barrymore. So yesterday I spoke about Drew Barrymore, you know, becoming a scab by going back to her show willingly. And this was really interesting. I believe a lot of, I got a lot of comments saying like, great, so the view is coming back, but you're going to single out Drew. Guys, I am not singling anyone out. Drew Barrymore, her show 
is a Writers Guild show. It is contracted under the WGA, meaning she's actually crossing picket lines and acting as a scab to come back on that show. The View, for those of you that don't know, The View, Tamron Hall show, the uh, Good Morning America Today show, Live with Kelly and Mark, these are not WGA shows. That's why they can go back completely unscathed. Shows like Kelly Clarkson and Drew Barrymore are. Why? I don't know. I'm not in contract negotiations, but essentially that's why. So don't come at me. I am not hating on Drew, but I will tell you one thing. Drew and her best friend's husband, Jimmy Fallon, you know that, right? Drew Barrymore's business partner, Nancy Juvenen, who is her partner, her producing partner in Flower Films, she's married to Jimmy Fallon. They're having some bad weeks, those two. So one of the comments just said, maybe Drew, who carries the show, is thinking about her other employees who aren't writers. Oh, I'm sure she is. Pam, out of pocket. You got money. You're good. Drew Barrymore is good, you guys. Drew Barrymore makes a lot of money in many, many ways. If you're that concerned with your with your employees who are, you know, affected by the strike, pay them out of pocket. This is going to sit very badly for someone like a Drew Barrymore. Remember, we're not talking about someone who's controversial in general. Like we're not talking about a, I don't know, like help me with someone that is a controversial person on purpose that's on TV. That is not who we're talking about. We're talking about someone who really has a a vibe as, you know, I'm here for the people. Like you're forgetting the fact that writers and she's been part of SAG. Drew Barrymore has been part of SAG forever, forever. Also, another thing, you guys, um, under the desk news on TikTok, I don't know if you guys know that account. She's incredible at breaking this kind of stuff down. So Lance actually sent me a bunch of things yesterday, which I learned more about, like the contracts and everything. So, um, so that's just kind of some interesting information. Okay. The Ashton Kutcher and the Drew, I was going to say the Ashton Kutcher and the Drew, oh, Jimmy Fallon. I want to just quickly jump really fast into one more thing about that. Daily Mail is talking about how there is a Tina Fey and, um, there is an article basically about Tina Fey. Let me just find it really fast. Um, kind of talking about this big Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler once stood up to Jimmy Fallon after Jimmy Fallon criticized her joke years before these toxic workplace accusations. So Tina Fey, uh, this is according to Daily Mail, Tina Fey once described how Amy Poehler stood up to Jimmy Fallon. The interaction was described by Fey in 2013. So this is an old story that just came out right now. And it basically is saying that in Bossy Pants in 2013, it there was a um, a moment where Fallon, Jimmy Fallon, attempted to shut Amy Poehler down after she made a vulgar joke among Saturday Night Live staff and was left visibly startled when she responded in blistering fashion. I think this is something that's interesting. I've heard a couple of people now say, and I have no skin in the game with Jimmy Fallon, like no personal opinion either way. You know what I mean? I don't know him. I've always actually really liked him, to be 100% honest. I've always found him to be incredibly charming, adorable, and and like I've had like a, one of those secret little crushes on him and Seth Meyers. Don't ask. I like just – I think I like funny people. 
Um, I personally always believe, I always believe when people say stuff like this. I know that, you know, the house and habit people out there are going to say you shouldn't. But I personally believe that if people are coming out and saying my workplace is toxic, it's not out of left field. It really is a when there's smoke, there's fire situation. And if you are not coming out and saying, like if you're in a very happy work environment, you're not coming out and saying that you're miserable. It just doesn't happen. You don't do it for money. It doesn't make any sense. There's a lot of rumors about Jimmy Fallon forever. I don't like those people that are now saying like, oh, this just is so typical. You're out of work because of the strike and now you're going after the big boss. I don't get that at all. I really don't. I think there's like, I think maybe actually the era that we're in right now is the era where people are finally standing up to the to the boss and to like the big man, right? And saying, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm being treated the way I should be treated. I don't know. Which then kind of like transfers me into the Scientology conversation, which I'm so excited to have later with A.A. Ron. But people are finally speaking up into, in, in, into situations that were like very scary to speak up about before, right? And so all of a sudden, you know, I don't know, you can take two frame of minds here. Whenever you have like these people that are, that blame the victims and then there's people that believe the victims. And I know this is controversial because I'm not just talking about the Danny Masterson case. I'm talking about just in general, right? Like if I had a really horrible boss who made me, you know, clean her toilets, even though I was her administrative assistant and I shared that, are you going to blame me? Are you going to blame, are you going to believe me? Are you going to believe the boss? Like this is truly a, an issue where some people just go to, is it case by case? Is it nuanced? I'm so interested, but I love this kind of new chapter where I feel like people are finally speaking up for their, for their beliefs. And you know what? The only people that really scares Oh, I'm so scared. The only people that really scares are people who have something to hide. Think about it, you guys. The only people that say like, I don't like this kind of new era where people are speaking up against their bosses and like coming out with things. Those are the ones that are like, holy shit, am I going to be next? Don't you guys think? It's the ones that are like, go speak, say it, are the ones that know that even if my former assistants or interns from 30 years ago came out and talked about me, the worst thing that they would say is that sometimes maybe I yelled at them or I was in a bad mood or whatever. It's the ones that are throwing salads on people and throwing Cokes on people. And trust me, I've heard stories about all of them and they all come out to be true. Like the stories of people that I heard, I heard crazy stories about Ellen DeGeneres from years and years and years ago when she was on her show and so popular. What ended up happening? If you're hearing it, there's probably some truth there. I'm just saying. This is going to be unpopular maybe. I don't know. I just think when you hear people have a lot of very, very bad behavior, it usually is true. So that's why I can see why people like the Bethany's of the world are standing up for Ashton and Mila, you know? I, I, 
it's just, it's interesting to me. I find it really interesting to find that there's certain people out there that are quick to believe that I don't know. Am I describing this correctly? You know, you guys know that I talk about this like without a script. I just kind of go with what I'm thinking. And I believe in my opinion, you know, what are you guys talking about TMZ? What happened with TMZ? Tell me really fast. Um, I, I, I just speak from my heart and speak from like what comes out. And sometimes I'm filter free, but that's what I believe. And usually those that don't have skeletons in the closet, that don't have any, you know, anything in their, in their back pocket that they're worried about. Usually those are the ones that are like, come on in baby. Do, do all the things. Like I can guarantee you, I were, I had a bunch of assistants work for me when I was a casting director. Okay. And I can guarantee you right now off the top of my head, all three, four five of them that works for me would not have anything really scathing to say, except for maybe like I was stressed out when I was pregnant and I wanted one time for them to go drive around Van, Van, Van Nuys to find me fruit that you can buy from those vendors with tahini and lime on it. I think I did ask an assistant to go buy one of those for me once, but like I didn't do it mean. Another thing is I, um, you know, I had another assistant working as a coach, Donna Bowling coaching, since I started this business in 2017. Um, shout out Angela. We're still very close. She doesn't work for me anymore. I guarantee you go talk to her. She worked for me for like almost five years. Ask her. <laughs> it's usually the people that have something to hide. Just saying. Okay. I need to find out more about what you guys are saying. I don't need to know. I need to know exactly what's happening. Um, so please tell me really fast. Okay, me, uh, Milan Ashton. We will talk about that more on tomorrow's episode when I do speak to A.A. Ron. But I will tell you this. I have theorized something in my head about that hostage video that we watched over the weekend. I theorized something and it's such a like a it's such a theory that I don't even know if I want to share it here, but all I want to ask of you guys is that when you guys go to watch that video again, watch the part where Ashton says we were contacted by his family, asked by his family to write a letter. Watch Mila. It's real interesting. Body language tells a lot. The second that Ashton said we were contacted by his family, Mila makes an eyebrow raise that looks something along, and you guys aren't watching if you're not watching on um, YouTube and you're listening, just go back and watch the video. She makes an eyebrow raise that gives you some sort of sense of like, she's pissed. I already said it yesterday, she's mad. But why in my mind did I think yesterday watching the video again, is she mad at Ashton? And the reason why I'm thinking this, is it possible that the family reached out to Ashton and Ashton told Mila, we got to do this. And Mila said, I don't think it's a good idea. And Ashton said, we got to do this. And Mila's mad that she was put in a situation. Go watch it. Now, now at this point that you guys, none of this is true. I am not in their home. I have no insider scoop on what they were thinking. I know that they weren't thinking very clearly. We know that, but go back and watch it. There's no way. Oh my gosh. One of the comments says maybe Ashton wrote it for Mila and she didn't know. I, I mean, grounds for divorce. 
where do you think Ashton and Mila go now? Now, here's what I want you guys to um, wait for for tomorrow. I will be asking all these questions. Leave comments today in the next couple of hours, hopefully, or send me DMs or talk about it in the Facebook group if there's something you're dying for me to ask. I am a little bit nervous about getting into the Scientology of it all, but I do think it's interesting. And now it's mainstream media. Now, Scientology and pop culture have colluded, and it always has, like with the Tom Cruise and the John Travolta's of the world. But right now, it's like so in the forefront of our faces. And I've heard things from both sides. I've heard from Danny supporters, and I I've heard from um, victim supporters, and I am personally a victim supporter, by the way. Just so you guys know, I have to be very clear here. I am team Jane Doe, one, two, three, and probably 100, 100%. But I will tell you, hearing both sides, it's so interesting to hear what has been told. So I will talk about this more, of course, on today's Patreon. And then, of course, with A.A. Ron. Thank you guys so much for supporting Daily Dose of Donna every single day. The community is growing. My numbers are growing because of you, because you're telling your friends about Daily Dose of Donna, because you're posting it about it on your stories, because you're talking about it on your Facebook group. By the way, if you post Daily Dose of Donna in your stories, on your Instagram stories, and you tag me at This Is Donna Bowling, I absolutely will reshare you. I will send you a message. I will appreciate you. So thank you so much for spreading the word. Word of mouth is how these podcasts grow. Just FYI. All right, you guys. Daily Dose of Donna. Every single day, I'll see you guys tomorrow for a very special episode. Someone said Candace Cameron. Everyone drink. Mm. Bye, guys. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Some places take you away. Some bring you together. Marathon does both. Marathon is Florida's family key with something for everyone. You'll find museums and wildlife refuges, wide open beaches, miles of warm, clear water, and the historic Seven Mile Bridge. For more about Marathon and the latest safety protocols, visit flakeys.com slash marathon.